Dr. Namran is a board-certified physician in endocrinology and internal medicine and currently works with UT physicians where she focuses on diabetes, metabolism, and women's health. She will discuss how lifestyle medicine can empower women in midlife to take control of their hormones and their health. Let's listen in. Empowering women in midlife with lifestyle medicine. So the main objectives of this talk is uh, why is midlife important? Why do we have to optimize it? And using the pillars of lifestyle medicine, how we can thrive and not merely survive. Using lifestyle, these are the pillars of lifestyle medicine that I'm going to touch upon briefly. So midlife is that central pivotal period in life uh, because it's at that uh, juncture of growth uh, and decline because you uh, culminate with all the gains and losses. I'll show you a slide on the midlife transition. Uh, the midlife in U.S. study is the largest national longitudinal study which showed that any um, person who has had that supportive uh, social relationships exercise regularly and had that positive attitude about control in midlife has that better chance of um, functional health and the cognitive skills over a 10-year period. That's why it's important to optimize midlife years. And what is lifestyle medicine? It's that evidence-based approach using whole food plant-based diet, um, regular physical activity, restorative sleep, stress management, and avoiding risky substances and having that positive social connection to prevent, treat, and reverse chronic disease. So these are some of the midlife transitions that you may be going through. Um, it might be a child going away for education, children getting married, being a grandparent, a death of a pet or a loved one, getting that unexpected diagnosis, be it cancer or chronic disease like diabetes, heart disease, taking care of your uh, parents who are ailing, elderly, divorcing, getting newly married, uh, you might be setting foot on into the workforce after looking after your kids, or you might be in your old job getting leadership positions, and you might be single or maybe single for a long, long time. And all this midst, you're getting these symptoms of uh, perimenopause, menopause, which are hot flashes, night sweats. So this is a picture that is from an article that was published in Guardian um, showing how midlife women, that need, there's a need to change or redraft the narrative around midlife women because we are not cultural underdogs, but we are scene stealers. Um, so, because women are living longer. So what is that healthy aging according to WHO? It's the process of developing and maintaining a functional ability that enables a well-being in older age. And as you all probably have seen that documentary on blue zones, and everyone is talking about blue zones today, so that long um, and vibrant life is usually seen in those people who have been engaging with the community, having strong relationships with their loved ones, and having that energy and ability to move around your environment. So the tool that we are going to talk about today is that paving steps, which is a 12-step tool that will help you thrive and not merely survive. So before going into that tool, we'll just look at the definitions of each of these uh, situations that might arise in midlife. So perimenopause um, is that stage in menopause transition, which is characterized by irregular menstrual cycle, which can last from one to three years, and symptoms can be from the declining estrogen levels. And menopause is that, that transition that happens, which is a natural event, and it is confirmed after one year of no menstrual period. 
and postmenopause is that period where there is a permanent cessation of men menses resulting from um, ovarian follicular function loss because of aging. And sometimes some of these, some of you women might have that induced menopause, which might be a surgical um, removal of your ovaries and uterus, or could be iatrogenic from medications or chemotherapy, uh, leading to cessation of that ovarian function and cessation of periods. So the median age in women in different articles, sometimes it's shown as it's 52 years or 54 years. And women uh, tend to live longer these days. And uh, most uh, importantly, uh, it's over 40% of their life stage is spent in menopause or postmenopause, And over 60% survive at least until 80 years. So it's important that you do not ignore these symptoms of hot flashes, night sweats, mood changes, um, urinary incontinence, vaginal dryness. And also ignore, uh, do not ignore any other symptoms that may arise around it uh, and to seek professional help um, to improve that physical and mental well-being. So the tool that we use today is using the self-coach approach, which is using your curiosity, openness, compassion, appreciation and honesty to see if you are um, doing all these pillars of lifestyle medicine to keep that healthy, vibrant life. So these are the these are the twelve step tool. I'm not going to read it, read it out, but we're going to touch upon it briefly. So first, the attitude. Um, so your you can your attitude can influence your actions and interactions with others, and that the attitude that you project aligns with what you want to say to the other people. So you always want to give yourself that grace and compassion. Check in with yourself uh, to instill a growth mindset for that positive attitude in midlife. So it's always important to get that accurate information and education uh, as to what you're going through and reminding that you're not alone and that many women around you are going through the same thing. It's important to have that compassion to yourself and your body and engage in self-care. I think we already got that talk on self-care uh, and express that gratitude at, by, by doing that self-talk so that uh, you get that... Um, improve physical and mental health, reducing your anxiety and depression, because body dissatisfaction can lead to anxiety and depression. And always remember professional help is available. Some of these activities that can induce positive attitude in midlife, like how others touched upon, is either volunteering in the community, uh, reading an uplifting book, or listening to an uplifting podcast, uh, doing something fun with the people around and trying to get your own tribe and um, and live in um, with their presence uh, by doing activities with them. And always go out and be uh, one with nature. Activity, again, aging and reduction in that estrogen level uh, can lead to a change in your glucose tolerance and might impair or change the uh, cholesterol pattern and also the, there is a fat redistribution. That's why you may gain weight and have these chronic conditions like heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes. It can also lead to wear of your bones, so leading to osteoporosis. And uh, you can get other diagnoses like cancer and dementia as well. Along with that, there are these symptoms of, which are related to perimenopause, menopause, which are mood changes, fatigue, muscle aches, hot flashes, night sweats. And because of the wear of the bones, you can have a false risk and there is a loss of lean muscle mass. These all can lead to stress as well. So physical activity can improve all this. And there is a need to be a commitment to being fit. And how you can have that commitment is by prioritizing 
making an appointment with yourself and schedule your day and get that aerobic activity, the strength training, or if, if you cannot do any of these, uh, it's at least um, having that joyful activity, that something that you like, a fun activity that you can do, like dancing or hula hoop. And you can also adapt. Some of my patients say, I have three jobs. I'm going from, I mean, I'm driving my kids around. So you can adapt in between while you're cooking. You can lift food cans. Uh, just 15 to 30 seconds every hour or half an hour, you can do that break for some activity. And you can do this. Uh, the guideline is actually uh, 150 to 300 minutes per week of aerobic activity and with two non-consecutive days of strength training. If you can incorporate that and that you can get that vitality and youthfulness. So in midlife, what is more important is the pelvic floor uh, strengthening, which is usually you do this Kegels exercise. And you can do that anytime when you're sitting in your office chair, um, when you're driving. Um, so that's the Kegels exercise. And core strength is important for your abdominal and back muscles, which can help you improve your posture and thereby your self-confidence and self-esteem. And bone strength is by uh, doing that stretches and doing some weight-based training, jumping, skipping, resistance training. You have to include some variety in your life. And variety is usually seen by either you can volunteer, learn a new dish, um, you know, cook a new dish, learn a new skill. And using this variety uh, in your life can improve your cognition, brain health, and reduce the need to binge eat or substance use. And the one thing I always tell my patient is to incorporate, if you're doing any kind of mundane activities, and even I do this by doing laundry or uh, doing dishes, you can listen to a podcast or um, you know, doing some singing, if you sing. Just touching upon the nutrition, I think we got a good nutrition talk this morning. So basically, this is the uh, whole food plant-based plate, where you half the plate is uh, with fruits and vegetables, and one-fourth of the plate with the plant proteins, legumes, nuts, and then there is these whole, whole uh, grains which, with, with fibers. I also tell my patients, um, like with, when you're drinking water, you can use some turmeric, fennel, or um, sage, to help, um, you know, in their water to help with the flavor and also improves their symptoms. Adding herbs and spices in their cooking. The protein needs in women about 46 grams daily. Fiber is like 21 grams per day and including prebiotics in their diet. I think we'll have a GI talk soon. And probiotics, a fluid intake 60 to 90 ounces and calcium of 1200 milligrams per day. The best is the diet sources and the vitamin D and low salt. Some of these foods that are encouraged, as you, can, as you know from the morning, is the whole foods, rainbow of plant foods, eating fruits and vegetables, herbs and spices, legumes, seeds, nuts, and in, increasing the intake of soy with soy milk, tempeh, edamame, tofu. And what is not um, encouraged is these fried foods, ultra-processed foods, foods that are added sugars, uh, meat, especially the processed meats, and avoiding alcohol intake. Old Ways has different food pyramids uh, for, that fits different cultures. So this is one for the vegetarians. 
And then there, we also need to include foods that support the hormonal balance, which mainly are pumpkin seeds, flax, chia seeds, almonds, um, the green uh, cruciferous vegetables, and needing, uh, you might need some supplements of vitamin D and B, but otherwise generally you get everything else from the diet. And plant proteins, at least three servings, which are mainly the soy milk, edamame as a snack, um, the legumes, nuts, some of the cooling foods, apples, celery, watermelon, to include in your diet. Again, cruciferous vegetables as well. And hot flash. A hot flash is that sudden sensation where you get that whoosh of feeling of heat in the body, which can last maybe uh, one to five minutes, can happen any time of the day and multiple times. So sometimes the symptoms can last seven to ten years. It's one of those commonest symptoms that happen in perimenopause and menopause. So how you can uh, try to do some changes in your daily activities is by having that omega-3 in your diet, uh, dressing in lighter clothes, lighter layers, adjusting the temperature, avoiding uh, alcohol, no smoke, smoking, and uh, maybe less than one cup. I mean, one cup for avoiding coffee, caffeine can increase hot flashes and night sweats. Someone else talked about purpose. Um, so purpose and uh, goals are connected. So make that smart goal specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, time-sensitive goals. First, you should identify what your North Star or that purpose is, and then celebrate each of these small achievement of these goals uh, and the small achievements as towards your goals as well could be celebrated. Someone talked about stress as well. So basically trying to practice that mindfulness uh, taking that deep breath, talking to a loved, a loved one, going out in the nature, watching a funny video, um, and always trying to um, see what you can commit to, delegate and get help from others. Be one with nature and having that spiritual practice is whatever you believe. Always want to know that time is precious, time is finite. Having that time journal and ideal time is to... Um, that time out, it's not that negative feeling, it is that time out is that time when you can reflect, regroup and reorganize. It's one of those empowering tools. And it's important that taking that mindful timeouts during a hot flash can make you in control. Some of the examples of timeouts are like, for example, is coming to this retreat, 10 second deep breathing, um, making that five minute of prayer or mantras, walking, jogging, 20 minutes conversing with your friends or family, Sometimes uh, people always talk about to-do list and there's always people, you know, going from one job to the other, doing things and getting so many things in their plate, but there should be also a no list day. <laughs> so how can you do that is by setting clear boundaries, um, help, ask for help when you want, uh, things, uh, think before you commit and then you, you should say, start saying no to some things. This is a, a way to um, know about your energy. It's measured as spoons. Again, it's Christine Mizrandino, who, uh, who is actually a blogger and uh, writer who was going through lupus, uh, described um, energy as spoons. So you want to see what your energy boosters are, what your energy drainers are, trying to journal it and prioritize activities, be around uplifting people and place, take breaks. And energy also has this connection with your purpose. So this is a journal for, again, what your purpose is, trying to write down what your goals, habits are. Um, it's like writing your own autobiography, 
And so basically jotting down your mission statement based on your beliefs, on your spirituality, and that, you know, helps you to um, fix what your purpose is and helps you to get that energy and set your goals. Again, sleep, it's very important. You have to get ready, get your environment ready for the sleep. Um, basically, sleep, uh, or bed is used only for sleep and sex. And you have that regular time. Again, so many of my patients, they have this time. They're just watching uh, watching TV uh, at night. So again, I say uh, no screen uh, at least an hour before, you know, trying to wind down that sleep hygiene. Uh, bedroom lights, music. You can use music, but no devices. Staying hydrated, doing that activity, exposure to sunlight during the day. Um, and always, if there is worse problems with your sleep, you can always use cognitive behavioral therapy for uh, insomnia. <coughs> so night sweats, again, the same thing, uh, eating those uh, soy foods, colorful foods, um, taking that gentle, ex gentle yoga, stretches, um, and then the room, the quiet room. Social connection is one of the most positive things. Uh, to have uh, most important thing, the predictor of human happiness and also improves the blood pressure and heart rate. So some, some of the unexpected diagnosis, cancer, you can you know, always want to eat more of those um, anti-inflammatory foods, antioxidant foods, um, and use moist methods of cooking and more fiber, more fiber than what is recommended. These are some of the resources that I used, Blue Zones. Uh, next level is a book that you can see if you want uh, to um, know more about exercise in menopause and perimenopause activity that you need to do. And then paving uh, women's path through menopause. So all of this work is from Dr. Tollefson. This is one of those journals how to, um, you know, how you can score what you have done using the lifestyle pillars. So basically, take action if you're not already doing or if you're doing, continue to take that action for healthy body, joyful heart and peaceful mind. Thank you. Friends, I hope you enjoyed this lecture. Please share it with a loved one who can also benefit. Thanks again for listening. You've been listening to the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions podcast with your host, Maya Acosta. If you've enjoyed this content, please share with one friend who can benefit. You can also leave us a five-star review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash HLS. This helps us to spread our message. As always, thank you for being a listener.